Hi everyone, happy new month and welcome to Share Your Story Podcast. I know it's been a while. What? It's been close to like a month since we last recorded an episode. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry and it's been it's been it's been a long ride i would cap it that way it's been a long ride but we thank god for his faithfulness we thank god for an opportunity to record today's episode and to you know have this um section right so yeah thank god thank god thank you jesus for today Today is such an interesting day because we will be talking about sin. Sin, right? Sin. I know like a number of us are still conversant with sin, that whenever we hear the word sin, we're quick to thinking about judgment or hellfire or God's anger or God's wrath or condemnation, which are right um, pointers or let me say keywords to sin but i would not necessarily be talking about those words or that aspect of sin today we'll be talking about sin in a very different light and this is something that i have personally learned through my experience this is something that i i i um went through the fire by myself and then the Holy Spirit opened my eyes to see what was going on and why it happened and um, what happened how the circumstances you know um, were arranged how they occurred so yeah um, today we'll, we will be talking about the um, effects I won't use the word consequence because I feel like it's a very strong word and it can send the signal of condemnation. It, it can send a negative signal to our mind. But I would rather choose to use the word effect, the effect of sin. And the purpose of having this discussion is not to scare you, is not to condemn you, because really I will be scaring myself as well and I'll be condemning myself because just like um solomon said there is no man born out of a woman that has not sinned including myself and including you my listeners um yeah and even including jesus because it is sin but then it became a sinner just for our sake in order that we can have salvation so technically we all sinned in the context of things so yeah um the purpose of this discussion like i said earlier is not to inflict um condemnation it's not to make you feel bad or whatnot but it's rather to enlighten you it's it's rather to make you know what is going on behind the scenes so when things begin to happen you're able to pinpoint and say oh okay now i understand why this happened because i did this because i sinned and you're able to you're able to see sin for what it really is okay first effect of sin i would say is that sin is stressful 
many of us don't know that sin is stressful we think sin is fun because our body you know desire to sin because it's it's um, a passion or a pleasure that we desire and so we're unable to see the fact that sin is actually stressful and I will be reading from 1st Kings 11 actually I'll do a summary so 1st Kings gives us a, a the beginning of 1st Kings tells us about Solomon Solomon was replaced as king it was it was a king in place of David pardon me and the Lord blessed him enormously he wasn't just blessed with wealth it was also blessed with wisdom and that was very principal during his days it's still principal during our days and it will be principal in the days to come Solomon was super wise and he was sought after kings looked for him queens looked for him servants wanted to hear him even commoners wanted to hear him speak so Solomon enjoyed the blessings of God he enjoyed the blessings of God and the Lord told him in first King chapter 3 that the Lord will make his surrounding um, neighbors to be at peace with him that he would enjoy his reign because of what Solomon had done which was the sacrifices he made before God um, when he became a king so the Lord had already promised Solomon peace and Solomon was enjoying peace but then in chapter 11 Solomon started having other wives he started having concubines particularly women that the Lord had already told the Israelites not to marry Solomon married these women and started building up um, places of worship for their gods he also worshipped their gods to please his wives and the Lord was vexed the Lord was angry and the Lord visited Solomon and told him that it would take the kingdom away from Solomon but because of of David his, his son that he would allow Solomon reign for the duration of his time and that when he dies he would give his son one kingdom one kingdom it would that's Judah it would um, that the Lord would secure his kingdom Jerusalem because he already promised that Jerusalem would be his um, would be his and then the remaining 10 kingdom the Lord would give it to an outsider all this happened of course because the Lord said so so what am I where am I driving us with all of this story I'm trying to show you that sin is stressful we started off from talking about how the Lord blessed Solomon with peace how it was at rest and content with not just himself but with his kingdom and because he sinned against God the Lord put it this way he said because you have sinned against me you have not obeyed my commandment and you have not done what is good in my sight so I think I should even pause here to um, elaborate on that point you have not done what is good in my sight you know some people have this argument that Oh, it's not a sin to do this because the Bible does not expressly say so. But God is telling us in his word that sin is not what is good in your own sight. Sin is, um, pardon me, sin, um, 
what the Lord is saying is sin is not defined by what is good or what what is good and not good in your sight but rather what is not good in his sight because the Lord defines righteousness by what is good in his own sight hallelujah so let me give context to that so some people say that oh kissing is not a sin and they say things like oh show me in the bible where it says kissing is a sin but then if we begin to dissect the act of kissing the intention how what kissing does to you what it does to your mind and what you begin to do when you're kissing somebody you know that you're attracted to you can see that kissing leads to sexual sins sexual temptation you begin to lose because the person you're kissing especially for married folks is not your spouse and so it becomes a sin so basically sin is not is not what is bad in your sight because then we're, we're subjected to your own standard rather sin is what is bad in the lord's sight because it is the lord who sets these standards amen second point sin exposes you to positions so after solomon had done all the things he had done the lord also told him that his neighboring um his neighboring kings um kings are going to attack him and steal the kingdom from him and of course the bible tells tells us about this in first kings 11 and it started off with remembering what had happened during the day days of david it started off remembering what joab did when david was king and how joab killed a lot of people in um he killed a lot of people in edom he killed a lot of men in edom and then slaughtered them till there was no men till there was no men anymore and um till there were there were no men anymore and you know and basically killing all the men in the neighboring village so the lord (laughs) the lord made um the lord made the enemy of israel remember what had happened in the past guys this enemy did not remember when solomon was in good standing with god they remembered as a result of sin sin exposes us to opposition it exposes us to the powers of the enemy and what happened after this was that the Edomites actually struck Israel and then they destroyed a lot of things another example is the son of Solomon Rehoboam as well he also did what was evil in the sight of God and the Bible records that all the gold edifice that Solomon built in the temple of God were stolen because Rehoboam sinned against God and what happened they said the um, neighboring kingdom stole all the gold um, articles in the temple of God and then Rehoboam had to replace them with with bronze and this leads to my next point that sin steals your gold sin steals your gold wow if you do not know that you carry gold now you know that there is gold inside of you 
And what sin does is to steal that gold that is inside of you. Let me give you an example. When you indulge in premarital sex, you begin to self-doubt yourself. I know some people who have, you know, had sex outside of marriage and then they begin to feel like they need to um, get validation from other people. They feel like, oh, they're not beautiful enough. They feel like no one can love them except they, you know, have, um, except they have a sexual relationship with, you know, people that are not their spouse. And this, the goal that is in you is your sense of identity. That's one of actually your a sense of your identity. And then when you begin to indulge in sin, you begin to lose who you are. And that's what the enemy is after. We can see that in the story of the Garden of Eden. The enemy was after the identity of Adam and Eve. He said, you will not truly die. Did God really say so? Like trying to challenge, you know, your identity in Christ. Trying to challenge your relationship with God. And that is the goal that you carry. The, goal, the, the, the knowledge of who God is, the relationship that you have with Christ is the gold that is in you because the Bible says that the Lord has given us the Holy Spirit as a wedding ring, you know, as a sign that the Lord has come upon us, as a sign that we have become one with God. Hallelujah. So that is the gold that is in you. And the enemy wants to steal that gold from you and give you bronze and give you still in place of gold can we measure it can bronze ever worth the price of gold no can um still can it worth the price of gold no like no like absolutely not so guys these are the three points of sin that i learned in the last couple of days that I decided to share with us. Sin steals your peace. It steals your joy. It steals your gold, your sense of identity. Like it literally stresses you. It takes away your energy. Imagine Solomon having to muster all the energy and even the people of the um, the, um, Israelites having to muster their strength to fight their enemies. The strength that they can just like that they could have rather been using to rest and enjoy the presence of God and enjoy the blessings that the Lord had proclaimed over them. Sin is stressful. Once again, sin steals your gold. Sin exposes you to the enemy. It exposes you to opposition. You just see that for some weird reason, people are against you. People turn against you. They're just hostile. They don't love you. They're not nice. They're not kind. It's as a result of sin. You, you notice that your your heart is disturbed. Your mind is perturbed. It's as a result of sin. That's what sin does. It steals your peace. But enough about the effect of sin. I would just really like to say a short prayer. And even a word of encouragement. That if you've sinned, that's fine. That's not the end of the world. You can come back to God. Talk to him about it. Talk to Jesus about what you've done. Don't don't hide it under the carpet. Don't um don't feel like it is okay to sin. Like God forbid that we ever get to that place where we feel like 
is not really seen or after all people are doing it don't get to that stage guys come back to christ talk to god about it seek forgiveness seek repentance and the bible says that the lord is like the lord will freely forgive you he has even forgiven us while we were still sinners talk much more of when we acknowledge god when we know him when we you know we have a relationship with god and we have come with a remorseful heart remember the story of the prodigal son the father was waiting outside the palace for his son waiting to see his son come back and his son came back and that's just how jesus is he's waiting for you to turn to him for you to expose him for what it is for you to seek his heart and right now lord we just want to say thank you we thank you because these words even though they might come off as um as they are lord I pray that they fall on good soil. I pray for my brother, for my sister, who is struggling with sin, who is feeling bad, who is feeling remorse, who is feeling condemned, and not being able to look to you, not being able to seek your faith, not being able to ask for forgiveness. Lord, please visit them. Please touch them. Touch their hearts. Give them the grace to seek you, to ask for forgiveness, to turn to you, to state their sin as it is, to state what they have done as it is. Help them not to sugarcoat it. Help them not to be self-conceited. Help them not to ever get to that place where they feel like they are not they have not really sinned and that it's not a big deal. And Lord, even as they've asked for forgiveness, Lord, please forgive them. Please help them grant them healing in their heart father restore them to the place of joy to the place of peace to the place of communion with you to the place of intimacy and to your presence in the name of jesus restore them to the secret place and bless them with the oil of gladness for in jesus mighty name we pray amen 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 wow sin has no power over us hallelujah sin has no power over us we are of christ we are the righteousness of god and we work in that identity and in that realization in jesus name amen amen wow such a message such a message may the lord bless you know you as you have listened and i pray again that these words will fall in good soil in your heart. In Jesus' name, amen. Bye.